Hello, 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 my zoners. How are you guys doing today? Now, mind you, I do have an um another live stream podcast coming up tomorrow. We're talking to Black July from Albany, Georgia. But today, as I um am relaxing, I wanted to come on and get you get your guys opinions and thoughts on what do we think about domestic violence I said it's because I was I was scrolling through Facebook in one of these groups I'm in uh, um, a, mo- a woman talked about she said I just want advice my husband just threw me across the kitchen and I hit my head on the corner of the counter she said I called the police but they never take him because they say there's not enough evidence so that struck that struck something in me and I wanted to come on here and talk to you guys about it me personally I've been through it I've been through domestic violence I've survived domestic violence um, and I hate to see others going through it because when people on the outside see you in a domestic violence relationship, well, I can't even say see you because me personally, no one knew about mine until I left because in a relationship, I don't put on scenes or shows and I don't really involve people in the pro- problems and troubles of my relationships. I just have a survival mechanism, so I'm used to just getting shit done and fixing shit on my own. But what I also look back and realize, when I was in my domestic violence um, relationship, I remember it started with me being slapped. And when he slapped me, I was so shocked because, that you know what I'm saying, not only had I had never been in that type of situation with him because he wasn't my first one he was actually my second one but I just didn't think that he would be that type of person so of course when that when I first got slapped of course it was an automatic apology you know I'm sorry I didn't mean to do that it'll never happen again I love you all whatever whatever and when it's their first time you tend to believe that apology and believe that Oh, he just overreacted. He said he'll never do it again. So I ain't got to worry about that no more. Okay, cool. We good. And then time goes on. When those licks get harder, those apologies get to the point where you're numb to them. And, you know, it's just situations just get a little bit worse. <clears throat> In mine, I've had busted lips, black, black eyes. I've had, um, my leg was broke. Um, hair pulled out. I've had a lot of, you know, a lot of crazy shit. Um, and there was no one because I never told anybody. So there was no one in my ear saying, girl, you need to leave. Girl, you need to do that. Because I, I kept it hidden. For one, I think I was embarrassed. I think I was embarrassed to know that I stayed. And then on top of that, my reasons for staying wasn't a kid because my child didn't come probably to toward the end my child is that I'm gonna get to that 
Because actually, I tell, I, I speak every day and say my child is the one who saved my life. She really is. So, I had no reason to stay there. We had no, we, in the beginning, we had no kids. Um, one of my reasons I gave myself was, I've been with this person so many years. I've been with this person so long. I don't want to start over. I did, at that point in my life, I didn't like change. So if this is who I'm with, now I got to the point where I decided I would fix him. Not even realizing and knowing while trying to fix him, I was losing myself. Because my my method of fixing him was, oh, okay, well, he hit me yesterday because even though I was looking at that girl outfit, it was a guy standing behind her and he thought I was looking at her, looking at that guy. Okay, so I'm just going to keep my head down and I'm just not going to look at nobody. Yeah, it sounds crazy, especially coming from the person y'all know today. <laughs> but I was like, that's how my that's what made my man mad. So I'm not gonna do that. So I kept checking off things like that so much within my life. So I became a shell of a person. I walked around with my head down, I lost all self-esteem, I lost my voice, I was a cage, pretty much a caged animal. I was not and listen to me carefully because it's going to sound crazy I was not allowed to hang around anybody but him there was no even though like I said and this time at this time I was an exotic dancer um I pretty much went to the club made my money and came home um there was no girls' night out. There was no, you know what I'm saying? Only time my parents saw me was when they when they drove down to see me. Thankfully, we we weren't too far away from each other. And I always made up excuses for scars or bruises, you know. I tripped up. I was drunk. I fell. Y'all know I'm clumsy. No. Never talk bad about them to anybody. Now, let's fast forward to when I got pregnant with my daughter. The reason I said she saved my life because after giving birth, and this is crazy because I've never just really talked about this, but y'all know I'm transparent and I don't have any, I don't really have any, I don't have no secrets. <laughs> I don't have nothing that I'm ashamed of, I put it like that. <clears throat> and a lot of this is going to be in my book anyway. But the last straw for me, um... I gave birth to my daughter. He held her in the hospital the day she was born. Um, We had a bit of an argument because whenever he would fire up a blunt, I would pick her up and go to the next room. And he would follow behind me and be like, oh, don't be high, my baby. My baby gonna know what I do. I ain't gonna hide nothing from my baby. She gonna know I smoke weed. And I just didn't really think that was smart because I'm like, she's already a newborn. So she's already asleep. I don't need her to be an induced coma from the contact of weed. So that was the argument. Um, he came home one night and I had just finished breastfeeding her. I had her in my arms. She had just fell asleep. He came in belligerent, high on whatever pills, whatever, whatever, out of his mind and wanted to hold her. And I said, she sleep just a moment. I guess I didn't move fast enough. And he, and he proceeded to grab her both hands around her waist as I'm holding on to her I'm like wait a minute I noticed my daughter starts turning purple 
in the face. He was cutting off her circulation. So I kicked him in the nuts. And when I did this, my baby fell on my chest. And he fell down. As I'm adjusting her and putting her in the cradle of my arm, he gets up, grabs me by my hair, and just started power driving on my head. Just power driving. I literally had an outer body experience to the point where I was looking down on this whole scene. And I and I took it like a pro because my biggest fear and concern at that time was if I moved the inch, his hand was going to miss me and hit my baby girl. So I let him get his shit out. I let him get his shit out and he rocked my ass. When I tell you... When he finished, I had a bloody nose, black eye, a slip. Like, you know, I was fucked up. Pat, peaches of hair, pulled patches of hair out. Like, it was really fucked up. And after he did it, he stumbled to the bedroom and got him to bed. And then I heard him snoring. So something I have never spoken on is, that particular night when after that incident happened I calmed my baby down made sure she was okay she had no bruises she had no injuries I put her in her bed I mean her cradle while she was asleep that was up there in the living room with me. and I started pacing the floor and I remember we had a 40 caliber in there with the silencer on it I sat there and I was contemplating on how I could take this man's life and literally, like, roll him up in a rug and dispose of his goddamn body. Like, literally. And while I was thinking about all this, my mom caught me. My phone rang. I answered the phone. And I was like, hello? And she was like, what are you doing? How y'all doing? I said, oh, I'm fine. I'm just sitting here contemplating on how to kill this nigga. She was like, we well, on the way. Anytime you get to a point where you contemplate on taking someone's life, it's time to go. She didn't ask me what it did. She didn't ask me what was wrong. They didn't ask me anything. They got in the car from Arkansas and drove to Memphis. Yeah, that's giving y'all a couple of details about who the fuck I'm talking about. So, when when they got there, right before they got there, he woke up from his nap. And said he was going somewhere. And when he get back, he want to hold his goddamn child. I knew my people was on the way. So I kept it calm and polite. I said, okay. Because I had to think about it. I didn't want to be the one to explain to my child later on in life. What happened to her dad? Damn sure didn't want to be have to be the one to tell her I killed him. So, my people came that night took everything I could fit in their vehicle no I'm sorry let me take that back let me take that back I'm sorry I called the police the police came and got me and took everything that I could in trash bags and took me to the police station to wait for my parents to come because I didn't want to be there just in case he came back so narcissistic traits of a domestic abuser once you found out I was gone you call me fake crying apologizing or whatever 
And then while you're doing that, I have a deputy waving me. And I tell you, hold on, I need to answer the other line. I put you on mute and go talk to the deputy. She said, um, your dude just called up here and said, you are, you are on the run. You a felon and you kidnapping his daughter. Mind you, when they ran all my shit, I was straight. But it was the fact that you was on my phone crying about it, trying to win me back the whole time you were doing something else. So when I confronted you about it on the phone, your tears and crying stopped instantly. You went into a mad rage. So I said all this to say that. If you are someone that is in a domestic violence situation, regardless of if anyone say you should, you should leave, you should do this, you should do that. I need people that are making these suggestions to understand one thing. A person is never going to leave a domestic violence relationship until they are sick and tired of being sick and tired. You cannot make anybody do something that they are not ready to do. It is sad. It's a sad, sad truth. Because even if people would have known about my situation and they would have told me, I don't think it would have been, I, I don't think I would have left on the strength of people telling me. I left because I refused, for one, to let my child think that's what love is. Two, if you act like this with me, I was terrified of how your discipline your discipline acts would be toward her. And three, I was tired of covering up bruises. I was tired of I was tired. I was just tired. And that's what it is. When you're tired, you're tired. Until you get tired. Your situation will never change. And Lord forbid you lose your life. So if y'all don't take nothing else from what I just told you or what I just shared with you, I want two people to understand something. I want the people on the outside giving advice to understand. Don't be upset when they don't take your advice and they don't leave. Be there for them if you want to be there for them. But don't be upset when they go back. Because, oh yeah, before I leave. Because see, here's the situation. I told y'all I left. But before I got pregnant with my daughter, I left a total of six times and went back. And every time I went back, them licks got harder and harder. And I started getting hatred. To this day, just to keep it 100, he's a whole deadbeat. She don't even know him. But that that relationship is not mine to work on or fix. That's their relationship. So what I'm saying is people on the outside looking in, don't be upset when, when you think you've helped them or you came and got them and then they don't went back. Don't be upset. Give the people time to be sick and tired. Now, to the to the victim, I pray with everything in me, you leave before you lose your life. I pray with everything in me. You leave before you or your child leave their life, lose their life. Lord forbid you're pregnant and, and the abuse causes you to have a miscarriage to lose you. Like, I pray that you get the courage and the strength to see your worth and leave the situation before it gets worse than what it is right now. So that was just my little small um, advice for the day and my little story time. Um, if you guys want to 
ask questions, talk about it. You feel free. <laughs> feel free. I'm an open book. And I just wish everybody love, peace, prosperity, and productivity. Productivity. Love y'all and have a great day.